right, then hello and welcome to Stark Raven Mad, a Game of Thrones podcast. I'm the host, Mike Marbeck, and today I'm joined by David Danella. Hello. Rob Alessiani. Howdy. And Marcelie Jean-Pierre. Hey, yo. Yeah, right now <laughs> representing House Valerian. Uh, looking good back there with the, with the backdrop. Tia does that every week when we do the um, In My Opinion podcast for the good fight. She always changes the the background to match a um, an episode. All right. Uh, so this one I like get... because half of the characters are dead in it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Everybody. I'm I'm just glad that all the black characters aren't dead. That's I would have been pissed. Yeah. Season one would have been a total flop for George, me. Yeah. For George, George R. R. Martin's like, yeah, it was really important that we got. He's like, he's like, I always pictured the Valerians as black and dead as fuck. <laughs> Yeah, this week, because uh, Corliss is there, uh, he's ha- he was we thought he was going to be a goner, um, uh, or at least hanging on by a thread, but it looks like he's going to push through, and then now he kind of has to uh, yeah. with, uh, with things. He's- so before we get to the uh, first impressions, we've been talking about rating and reviewing the podcast, sending out those ravens, lighting the beacons, and we got a few people that listen to the podcast and follow through in doing so. And we've been saying that we will give a prize, give a shirt, get something Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon related. Uh, And we have both of those things today. We have the shirt and we have a winner. The shirt that I'm going with uh, is from, is chosen from the new rock stars, uh, their Epic Hero shop. And one of the reasons I did that is because, um, uh, I didn't want to search too long, uh, but also <laughs> <laughs> mostly because we talk about new rock stars on a lot of the podcasts or several of the podcasts that we do, and I thought it would be nice to uh, throw them some some money in and support that way as well, since they kind of uh, support this podcast without even knowing it. Uh, so that is the Ash and Ruin shirt uh, from the Epic Hero Shop. Uh, and I'm going to throw it into our chat here so that you all can see what that is. Uh, and the people in the running for this, there are four. Uh, there is Missinac, Tia Seattle, Tropical Needs, and ZG from Jack's Florida. Uh, and the way we choose these winners is to put them into a list randomizer and mm-hmm. then hit the random button a few times, which is what I do. Uh, and the winning a few order. times mm-hmm. uh and the winning order from bottom to top so from what is this wait what does this accomplish uh <laughs> is zg from jacks florida that's the question tropical needs <laughs> number three bullshit bullshit seattle number two and missinac number one you are getting that shirt which by the way yeah. i've been talking about 25 bucks or less Shirts twenty nine dollars plus shipping and handling. Doesn't even get the free shipping and handling. Uh, So congratulations, Missinac, and thank you all for your uh, support of the show. It does mean a lot. Why did you list the people? The difference between twenty five dollars and what it actually costs. Just you know, just to be fair. What's that? Send Mike. Send Mike that extra money over that. What it's going to cost us over top of the twenty five. <laughs> we said we'd cover the first twenty five. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's only fair. And honestly, we've given you ten episodes of this shit for free. Yeah, yeah. If you could throw in a little extra. Actually, could you buy us shirts? Yeah, we're cold. Let's split the difference. Amongst Mike, can you hear me? Two dollars. Yeah, I can hear you. Why did you perfectly. list? Why did you list a bunch of people that aren't getting anything? I heard you each time you asked the question. <laughs> you were, you uh, keep you refuse to that answer. I don't care to answer. You know, other uh, podcasts would put this kind of backstage banter on like a Patreon tier that people <laughs> have to listen to. Oh my god! Free. You should, Could you imagine, uh, like us, uh, like uh, looking at a Patreon <clears throat> and being like, they're just not. They're not signing up, guys. <laughs> How are we going to split this $8 a month, fellas? Uh, yeah. So congrats once again, and thanks for listening. First impressions. Uh, yes, David, I can hear you, uh, and I want to hear your first impression of Season 1, Episode 10, The Black Queen. Well, uh, I think it was uh, it was pretty good with, um, but also like I think it was a, a an episode, unlike the episode that preceded it, that uh, kind of captured both the the good things and the bad things about 
um, this entire season. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to, you know, uh, age two years to see what happens next. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For the most part, like, wasn't Game of Thrones those earlier seasons, weren't they mostly year over year until they got to those later seasons where it was just whenever the hell they wanted to put them out when they could well, yeah i mean i think there was time in a writer's room to ruin a franchise <laughs> <laughs> i mean I, I think i think there are two things going on there one is that um you know they they had a roadmap. Mm. um they they had the book so they really they knew what the big stuff was and they could work on it in advance and they obviously have a roadmap here but I, two things that were pointed out. One is that this entire season, I don't know how long the book House of Dragon is, but this entire season was taken from content that was, I think they said like a hundred, like 80 to 120 pages of the book. Mm. So 10 hour long scripts. Uh and it's a hundred pages of book content. So even though there is a roadmap, there's not a roadmap, right? Because there's a lot of stuff that they have to, you know, figure out and make it work and make, you know, work on character levels and that kind of stuff. Um, and then also like, whereas it would be like Game of Thrones, you know, seasons one, two, three, it's like maybe there's one big battle or a big dragon moment or something like that. Uh house of the dragon like there's been some pretty like there's been big dragon cgi stuff every episode and so uh and next season is just straight up war like next season is i think going to be the equivalent of in terms of action of like a game of thrones season six or something like that so I think they need time. I think they need time and personnel and, and, uh, and, you know, to do all that. Yeah, did I miss something? Did, did they announce when the next season's premiering? Is it, is it two years or are we uh, just speculating? Yeah, it just said 2024. 2024. All right. Yeah. Well, it could be a year and well, it could be a year and a quarter. Almost done. You know, and 2023 will fly by. We'll be, we'll be back here in no time. Yeah, I'm sure we'll record many podcasts between now and then. There's a new book out. <laughs> there's a What's new that? fully. There's. Uh, I just my 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 Alexa alerted me that George R. R. Martin released a new book called. It's not Winds of Winter, uh, but it is. Um, oh, what the heck was it? The. I'm gonna look it up because it's an All illustrated right. companion. Uh, the full history of the Targaryens. So it's basically. House of the Dragon, but fully illustrated, almost like an encyclopedia. Mm. Um, so I think a lot easier to follow than, you know, some so people want the narrative the and some people want <laughs> a, a yeah, long... Yeah, it's called Rise of the Dragon. That's it. Illustrated That's it. History of the Targaryen Dynasty. It looks dope. It's okay. it's on my holiday list. Okay. I have to put things on that I promise I won't buy because I'm that kind of... <laughs> I need to like... George ain't coming out with Wins of Winter, man. Fuck. Yeah. Anything, to not, not, anything to not release the actual next book. Yeah, uh, allegedly he um he's 75% done with Winds of Winter, but it's not good what. enough. Well, good because yeah. he's 90% done with life. So <laughs> yeah. it's tough math. That's not but it helps. <laughs> that math does not add up. Listen. Oh. I'll I'll well, I'll make all, all the J- George R. R. Martin jokes we want, but I think he's only seventy. Yeah, I did. I am I am only half kidding because he is rich, so you know that that does that does get you a lot of extra life. Yeah. Oh sure. my god, do you think it, like it would be so encouraging if George R. R. Martin just like came out one year and he was just like ripped? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if I'm doing that like that. Just did that like rich guy thing where he just is like suddenly ripped. He just looks like Gimli. <laughs> yeah. yeah, famously ripped Gimli. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I feel like Gimli's probably pretty ripped. Marcelli, <laughs> what is your first impression of this of this episode? Oh man, uh, I enjoyed it. It, um, I think it, it, yeah, it wasn't as good as the one before it or the two before it, um, but couple of moments that had me clenching my pearls um the uh 
Yeah, the the this childbirth scene. We've had a lot of fucking childbirth scenes. Yeah, in this right? rule of threes. Rule of threes. Jesus Christ, yeah. this one was uncomfortable. Um, Where one goes, we all go. And um, I told my wife that the title of the episode was about her. And then when she saw it, I got a couple of points. You know, <laughs> hey, was the Black Queen. And I was like, hey, it's about you, baby. And, you know. <laughs> Yeah, and I got a couple more points, but um, but yeah, no, it was a good episode. Um, I like the fact that we it was pretty much like a almost in in an effect, uh, kind of a mirror episode of the last one. And we kind of see what happened with Rhaenyra yeah, as opposed to Alicent, and um, yeah. um, but yeah, I thought I thought as a finale, it was good, and it has me um excited for season two. Sure, sure, Rob. Um, I I thought I really liked this episode. I don't know, I don't know that it for me it didn't like fall short. I think. This could have really, I, I just get me to Winterfell. Just like I was just like, oh, this is gonna end. This is gonna end in Winterfell. It's gonna be great. It didn't get there, so I'm very excited um, for that. I, I, I'll I'll speak mostly on. I, I think this series did. This is more of a retrospective on the whole thing, but I feel like it did the impossible, and it totally um, it got me back into this universe. And I didn't I didn't think that was gonna be possible after how Game of Thrones ended. Like I, I don't know that that's possible. I've never seen a franchise kind of fall down the shitter and then have something be like, actually, it's we're totally relevant again. We might be the biggest thing in television and just like nail it the way that this did. So I I'm grateful that this is a season of television that happened because I, I didn't know that I was ever going to be placed back in this universe again in a way that would have felt... I, I am excited about any and all spinoffs, which I couldn't have been further from that yeah. when this season started. Sure. I was the Same. most skeptical of this one, uh, the Nymeria one, the Jon Snow one, and I'm like, well, you know what? I guess they can do it. So I will enthusiastically at least show up for, you know the attempt and i was not excited about the attempt when this started so mm -hmm. yeah uh it's it's nice when people are interested in completing the work that they're doing uh right. so <laughs> and are interested in the show uh and not just trying to move on to the next thing um i thought it was a good episode i wasn't totally blown away by it uh it didn't feel as season finale to me that i would have expected um, yeah. I think I, I do like the way that they do. They did these last two episodes with um, uh, both sides of the uh, event kind of thing. And then the, the aftermath um, of what happened with Viserys. Um, but I almost feel like if this were edited into one episode and some of the stuff was either cut or placed elsewhere, um, and then we ended with uh, Vagar um it would have felt more season finale-ish to me i think the fact that they split them i do like but i think it took a little bit of the uh, oomph out of the finale for me uh final thought on that first impression is vagar is one big fucking dragon real christ yeah, yeah. Ooh. Uh, all right uh so general thoughts kicking it off um open-ended that's that's how i would lead off is that vagar is one big fucking dragon uh, and why would you send that little <laughs> little kid when that teeny dragon? Well, he didn't know there was nobody. No, he didn't know it... that Amond was there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But why put them in harm's way? I mean, they did make a good point, saying you know dragons are faster than than ravens and more intimidating or something along those lines. Yeah, I feel uh, like you got to have like at least a buddy system, though. <laughs> you know, just yeah. knowing what's out there, knowing that the 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 seriousness of the other side and knowing like what kind of moves that they're making already. Yeah. Like they're they're gonna like attack you. Um and you shouldn't be surprised at that. And that goes for both of the sons. Like mm -hmm. the, it just seems kind of foolish to send two kids out um, by themselves without any chaperones or without any any um, any sort of backup. But um, I guess there's not, I mean, but uh, I guess in terms of just the dragon riders, there's not a ton of experienced dragon riders, even though they do have dragons on their side. So. My question's like, so somebody can't just get up and mount a dragon, especially if they're not a Targaryen. Like you, you can't. You, right. you know, you take time, you get to know the dragon, you kind of tame them. 
like a wild horse. Dying. You gotta, yeah, yeah, you got. But can you like once you have that pilot, can you like put a big old like dragon like uh, fuselage on top and like throw a bunch of Kingsguard in there? And are they cool? If as long as the pilot's <laughs> cool, you know, because I, I absolutely it it feels like it a strategic did. blunder that that. A, you sent this person alone, and B, you didn't anticipate that maybe your enemy was doing the exact same thing. Like, I guess, yeah. I guess, did they think that, did they think that, like, well, there's niceties in war, and you don't just attack, like, it would be very foolish on that. Because I think, at least in this version, in the show version, not in the book version, but in the show version, Amon clearly did not want to kill him. Like, yeah. this was, this was, this was showing that, that, like uh, Viserys said, the idea of controlling dragons is, you know, that that is that is that is not true. Like that is yeah. that that's the big lie. You know, we can kind of guide them, but at the end of the day, you know, that was at least in the show a an act of a dragon against another dragon that right. just so happened to spark, you know, really kick this war into into you know three. Well, more you, yeah. I mean, I, I call bullshit. I call bullshit on that. Because... All right, well, I'll leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Rob. It was a nice try. No, 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 no. I mean, no, I know. I think, I think your point. I think your point is very well made. I think the one thing that I would, the one distinction that I would make is that, uh, like, Amon was fucking with Lucerus, and when somebody fucks, when somebody is using something dangerous to fuck with somebody else right people shoot guns in the air all the time play those fucking stupid games people uh you know fucking drive their cars all dangerously like that is i i'm not saying like it's you know like i i like it like amond is responsible for this death because if he had just gone home then this would not have happened. Oh, for sure. I totally agree with that. I totally and, agree. And that, so, and so yes. like, there's part of me that is like, they're like, okay, we're adding this ambiguity to this, to show. But it's again, like even that part, like, let, let me know what y'all think about this. Like it, 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 you know, I get it. You know, they, they want to make it a little bit more shades of gray and stuff like that. But again, um, having the character with a fucking, uh, with a fucking eye patch who keeps like a creepy blue jewel in his eye now for some reason. Uh, uh that's me mean fucking cool. Yeah, no, it is cool. It's kind of dope. I mean, look, look, it's cool. Like, we we don't have to play with that part. It's cool. It's dope as um, shit. Yeah, the only thing that'd be cooler is if it, it like he had something that like shot like some kind of dart. I wanted like every time he walked Kano for it to like eyes. blink, right? Like yeah. it was uh, like those LA gears when you were a kid. Oh yeah, that would be so um, dope. Yeah, but 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 I guess what I'm saying is it, the one other thing I want to add is right like. Amon, when he was 12 years old, he tried to beat Lucerus to death with a rock. So, like, like the idea that it's like, oh, this guy, this he, he's just a kid. Like, all we've seen this kid do is be a cycloptic dick. Like, <laughs> at, the, at the dinner, he started shit with them. Like, this yeah. kid has wanted war his whole life. And then they're like, oh, he didn't mean to kill his cousin I or think... his nephew. And it's like, yeah, he fucking did. I think like, he didn't intend to kill him. I, he wanted the eye. He, he wanted, wanted his eye. He wanted the yeah. eye. He is responsible for the death 100%. What the yeah. show did was take the intention out. It's like, you know, if you get in a car drunk and you smash into somebody and kill them, you didn't necessarily, you didn't go into that car thinking, I want to kill somebody. You are for sure responsible and need to take all the response, you know, and now have to deal with the ramifications of your actions. But taking the the bloodthirsty nature, I like that they are taking some of the um the adding a little ambiguity back in because i don't want to show where it's like the bad guys are clear the good guys are clear um because in the yeah. book the book's all written from third person perspective yeah. so each one has a very clear like um you know slant yeah so because they they can't show it from a third person i, I perspective. think my point more so is that i would have preferred a little bit more of the gray area earlier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I get that. I get that. Yeah, that's what I figured you were gonna you were gonna say. Um, um, 
One small I, thing to jump back it. to. I'm sorry, Marceli. Uh, is it. Rob had asked about the dragons and if a whole bunch of people can just pile in like a Trojan horse. Mm -hmm. um, there's only one thing that I could think of, and that was in season six or seven uh, when the they're in of Game of Thrones when they're all up up north and they're stranded and Danny comes and they all just pile on the Drogon. Good call. Good oh, call. Yeah, yeah. That's a good call. That oh, could have yeah. just been that could have just been, you know, D David and David and David not uh knowing shit from shit and just doing it because they needed an <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. But <laughs> but yeah. They also, I mean, it, it to you know, in comparison like to to speak to your point about the or Viserys' point about dragons being uh like we don't command them. Like I think the implication always seemed to be that Daenerys had extra control over Drogon. Yeah. 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 yeah and we see within this episode uh how connected they are to the dragons emotionally. Mm -hmm. Um you saw that with uh when Rhaenyra had to kind of she was getting a little worked up and then calmed down uh what's her dragon cyrax right uh on when they were meeting with with otto uh and then before luceris gets on uh what the hell's his arax yeah uh before he gets on arax he's like you know he can see like he's nervous about everything too so he's telling him like calm down everything's gonna be cool so they're trying to like get on the same page there um uh but then isn't it arax that kind of fires first Every single one of these dragons thing. sounds yeah. like a 1970s prog rock band name. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I, I can see the album cover. There's a lot of axes. Cy yeah. Cyrax, Caraxes, Vermax. Ataraxia. <laughs> yeah. Cataracts. Dicks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it seems like the, the little wood, the little dragon was afraid. So it was just like, all right, I got to mm -hmm. defend myself and get out of here. Which the visuals it, in that part. It was in yeah. shit. And I also yeah. wonder, like, you know, in terms of Daenerys, I, I think because Daenerys had uh, Drogon from birth, so the relationship is also different there. Yeah, um, sure. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, Vagar... Daenerys was their mother. Yeah, exactly. It feels more like these, even if they were, like, in the in the cradle with the egg, it feels more like brother and Pets. sister. Yeah, and, and yeah, Vagar had a couple of writers prior to... Um, to uh, Amon, so you know, I guess the the likelihood of him being able to fully control an old ass dragon who's been around for uh, <laughs> several centuries. I mean, Vagar's the Larry like... King of of Westerosi dragons. He just had like <laughs> seven wives by the time. It <laughs> Gonna call him How about that reference, youngsters? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and and Arax does fire fire first, but it's just like. The fire damn near bounces off the thing. Uh, it's just like blowing hot breath. Yeah. Uh, and then immediately, Amon's like, oh, fuck. Ah, uh, shit. Don't do it. Please don't do it. What are you doing? Um, yeah, I thought visually everything was overall pretty good. The only shot within this with dragons that was a little off to me was the scene where the knights are pledging their loyalty and uh Caraxes kind of comes down a little bit that was that seemed a little the CGI was very clear within that it wasn't it didn't seem as polished as some of the other stuff within yeah. within the show still pretty good though yeah still pretty good um anything more on the uh the fight with with Amond and and in there yeah. I mean oh, oh no I was just going to say real quick I I think in I don't totally hate A1. Like I kind of, I kind of get like why he is an asshole. Cause he, I mean, all like he was picked on for a long time and then he finally got a little bit of power. And um, I think for him, all he really seemed to want was justice. He wanted fairness. He wanted an eye for an eye. I mean, he lost a fucking eye, which is a big deal. Um, I think he's closer to Damon in ter in terms of uh, his yeah. his imperfection uh, than he is like a a Joffrey or um, just like a, a straight up villain. Um, because I, I think that because we have like the background and we understand like you know he was kind of an innocent boy at at one point, and I mean he was calling for his his cousins or his nephew's eye. Um, 
And I, I'm assuming that he would have stopped at that. You know, if he if he got the eye, he would have been good. Yeah, I don't think he like again. I don't think he would have tried to kill him. Uh, maybe he would have captured him, um, just given the situation. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think he's just as as bad or good or whatever you want to call it as Damon is. And we see, yeah. you know, just yeah. to kind of he's know, we, clearly the counterpart on that on the green side for yeah. you know Damon. And and let's be clear we might like the character is so good maybe the most compelling character on the green side um you know with maybe otto is pretty fucking compelling foot pervert uh you always like you, you love you love seeing him in scenes but like you know obviously in terms of like protagonist antagonist stuff you're like oh what an asshole he just killed that kid but but man i every scene he's in i'm just gobbling it up i'm nom, 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 nom. yeah <laughs> And uh, yeah, I mean, and I think it's also, uh, yeah, I think he's also, I think it's a good actor, like yeah, for talking sure. about character, but it's also like, you know, when an actor with swag plays a part, like this, whoever this actor is, he's got juice, like we like mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, I mentioned would also he was say... on the um, the Last Kingdom before, uh, and he's mm-hmm. he's very good on that, and he's a very different character. Such so a different is, character. So very, much that I couldn't even like make the connection until I saw the picture and was like, oh, shit, I didn't even realize Baby it. Monk. Mm-hmm. I am Wilchie, and, son of Wilchie. And I would say also from like a, like in a complete, on the other side of things, Lucerus ain't our favorite character. Like, we feel bad for the little fella, but Jesus Christ, like, again, like, mm-hmm. like, you don't feel bad for him the way you feel bad for Tom or some, like, some, like, some of the sweet kids in Game of Thrones that, you know, he was the Tom he's this, he's the show's Tom we yeah, didn't care about Tom either. Him. What? Tom went didn't... away for like six seasons and he were like, oh, he's back to die. And we're like, yeah. oh no, Tom and died. We didn't spend I mean, Tom... enough time with Tom and to like really give a fuck about what he did that window. <laughs> Hanging out with Sir Pounce. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, no, that I, was... I thought we cared a little bit more about Tom. We definitely knew Tom and Wait, 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 and... wait. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. I'm thinking of Rickon. I'm thinking of Rickon. Okay. Sorry, sorry. Yes, we did yeah. care more about Tom and Tom yeah. was a good king. He yeah. the old whoopsie doodles out the window. Yeah. That was very sad. And and a and a big moment when yeah. Rickon died. Ooh. I'm more thinking like this is a Yeah, Rickon. no, no, Rickon was like a character where we're like, oh, like what's he gonna be? You know, was, there was like yeah. a lot of internet speculation. Yeah. And the answer was <laughs> just nice. comes back to get it's shot by Ramsey. Get Ramsey. <laughs> um so so uh, yeah so i mean that was the other weird thing is that like it's like <clears throat> I, I i didn't find myself i was like oh god this is happening um, um but then i was and i was also like yep this is definitely like now it's war um but in terms of like i'm trying like in terms of like we like people were like saying like oh we've had our red wedding like like that different times are like is you know is there a red yeah. wedding was there a big moment it's like mm-hmm. going back to Rhaenyra and Lenor's wedding it's like some character mm-hmm. we didn't know got his face beat in mm-hmm. and uh then it's like um you know i mean honestly the probably the biggest moment was Aemon losing his eye like I'm not, I'm, I mean, not maybe not biggest moment, but like, I'm just trying to think like, where was that? Where, like, what was the big? Like, I think it was the coronation. I think it was the dragon popping through. Oh, well, yeah, that's a big moment. I guess I was thinking of like big character. Yeah, characters. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I, I would say, I would say Viserys, like old yeah. Viserys climbing the throne. That was the big, like, holy shit. Like, did not know that was coming. Changed mm, everything. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the moment. That was the big moment for sure. Yeah, and I, I mean, I guess in I, we didn't get the red wedding until what? What season was that? Four, three. three? three. Yeah, red wedding was three. Yeah. Yeah. Four was the mountain and viper. And the yeah. purple wedding, right? Purple wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I guess I think it's coming. Yeah, I, I think we're gonna have some big moments uh, in the oh, next yeah. coming season. Um, you know, from what I hear, again, I'm not a book reader, but from what I hear, it's just kind of starting. Yeah. yeah, no, it's definitely just, uh, yeah, yeah. So, but no yeah. Ned Stark death either. It's peaking yeah, around. Yeah, right. 
we've talked about it throughout this season, uh, David, more than anyone, I think. And, you know, it's all table setting. And that's what this, it's true. This entire season was leading up to mm-hmm. the main action of of the, the overall story, it seems. Um, and as far as dragons go, they do a, a general count of things like I was trying to do before. Uh, so they have seven, uh, but then they also have the unclaimed unclaimed dragons really commercial for the rest of the country uh sea smoke is on driftmark uh vermithor and silverwing are still out there and then there's three other dragons that are just hanging out on under dragonstone mm-hmm. uh which i think is one of them is where we see uh damon damon going. yeah trying yeah. to snuggle up to one of them yeah and and so with that my question is like is uh dragon rider able to have a connection to multiple dragons like it, I, I wasn't sure if he was just trying to like say what's up or if he was just trying to like you know <laughs> gain control of multiple uh, holding <laughs> leashes on either on either side <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think like so many things in game of thrones uh that answer will be determined based on story needs <laughs> when sure. it comes up yeah sure yep yeah or if he was trying to get a dragon for his uh one of his daughters his daughter who didn't have one yeah yeah you know uh is that lena or who is it uh, uh reina i don't know it's so, don't too, know. too many too many reina, yeah, it's Bela think, and reina yeah yeah, I think Reyna needs is one well, that, of the only ones that, that big one. dragon that Damon was was talking to at the end. That's Vermithor. Um, that's, that's gotta be for Damon. That's his father's dragon. Yeah, the second Cur- biggest one, currently riderless and second largest, uh, the third largest ever after Balerion and Vagar. So Jaharis, Damon has Jaharis. So that's that's Jaharis's dragon. Um, mm. So a huge get if he can get on that. Uh, sure. Yeah. So it it basically seems like they have the they have the nuclear arsenal at least uh, potential. Um, yeah, but Vagar is like three. At yeah. Least. He's and, fucking and, huge. And they could have he bit that and they'll dragon have, in pieces. Yeah. Yeah. And they could have. Um, you know, certainly sea supremacy for sure, and cut off King's Landing mm. with you know with the sea snake, just basically laying yeah. siege to any supplies that they would have. Um, but the Greens have everything else; they have every appearance of legitimacy, like every yeah. single check that they needed to check off. They they have in terms of who yeah. who the real and, king is, and they have all the same places that in Game of Thrones the show that made it really hell for people to like wage war right like yeah. the Lannis- the lannisters are rich the high towers are rich like they own like huge swaths of land that like probably produce all of the fucking food in that area mm-hmm. like uh it's it, it, it's gonna be just a very annoying war <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> the annoying war yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, so Corliss is is up and at him. Uh he seems to be doing mostly okay. Fever broken, he's back down. Uh Rainey's had a discussion with him to uh kind of get up, pick a side. We gotta do something. He's he wanted to just not do anything and just let them kind of fight it out. He, he wanted to run off and she's like, you know we have kids, right? Like <laughs> right. We, yeah, we, we have we, blood we, in this. Yeah. He's like, uh, well, so he's he, and uh, pledges loyalty. And that was a nice little, I thought that was a nice moment. Uh, and seeing the look on uh, Rhaenyra's, Rhaenyra's face, like, oh, okay, this is, this is okay. I'm starting to feel oh, a, little, a little good about things. <laughs> yeah. yeah, especially because Rainey's like, prior to that, she, every time people were kneeling <laughs> to, yeah, to her, she's not like, she was not it. down with it. So it's like, until she <laughs> had that conversation with Corliss and made a decision, she was registered independent. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, yeah. fuck it. I'm I'm not <laughs> I'm a pledging allegiance to nobody. Yeah, she, she, Ron still, Paul. she <laughs> still hasn't really though, because uh, even when Cordis was there and he's like, you know, your grace, they kind of cut the hair. She's not really doing anything. So it I, seems she like smiled. She's got her own I, plans. Well, I think the, the thing that the thing that turned her was that 
at least for then, we'll see what happens now. But for then, um, Rhaenyra was um, was trying to was trying to keep the peace, which was very that that's where she that's where it got her. She was like, okay, you know what? Yeah. Everybody else in that room was telling her to go to war right now, and she was yeah. like, and and that's what that's what um, that's what uh, Rhaenys was looking looking to hear. So yeah, because she is the daughter of uh what did you just say Jaharis. Jaharis. yeah 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 so it makes sense yeah uh tense moments to put it lightly uh with damon and Renera. uncomfortable the roughest part of the show for sure yeah yeah i felt like that was more uncomfortable for me to watch than some of the more violent uh, even birthing things. Although this birthing scene, oh god, I don't was know, <laughs> not for me. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, that shit was. They were like, please, horrible. please let us help you. Please let us do something. And she's like, fuck off. You know, uh, oh, she, she, rough. she turned into the old priest from Father Ted. Is this a reference that anybody else is going to get? But no, me, I'm like, I'm okay, lost. that's fine. Somebody no. out there was like, hey, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know that one. Uh, Somebody out there. <laughs> <laughs> one person. Mike, read off read off the names of the people who did not win a prize. Uh, that uh, was the, that was the that was the David backup prize. Danella <laughs> is <laughs> one of them. Um, oh, yeah, not much other than than kind of what we've discussed. It's just a lot of planning, trying to get some uh, people. Uh, we saw quick conversation but we didn't mention the the person there for the most part and that's baratheon boros yeah boros baratheon uh kind of a punk yeah um, we really like got to see storm's end oh yeah which is pretty cool um yeah. as as far as uh some of the locations that we haven't really seen too much of in yeah. in game of thrones because that's where um stannis was for a good while right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Before, before basically he, before we saw Christ. him he was at storm's end mm-hmm. yeah uh and then he went to dragonstone where we saw another cool moment which we didn't see in game of thrones is that table lights up yeah oh man what a cool yeah. table it was <laughs> yeah i know some what nerd is going to replicate that and have it in their <laughs> it's got LEDs. like game room somebody already had yeah. one carved and they're like oh fuck i gotta update this john yeah i need to yeah, light up one hollow it out <laughs> yeah games. that was really dope bathed in what looked like fire kind of mm-hmm. evoking what this kingdom might look like next season um and one thing that i i think it might have been new rockstars was one of the one of the uh you know the rundowns it was like it doesn't go past um it doesn't go much past king's landing or the riverlands oh no that's riverlands um stormlands who the fuck knows it doesn't go to dorne right because that was the conqueror's table and the conqueror never conquered dorne so yeah. which which you know so certainly a sign of like we're just going to leave them down there i'm not even putting them on the table so don't worry about that <laughs> yeah maybe yeah. a partition that's uh hiding in the in dragonstone somewhere yeah. do you mind if, if i share some clips by the way or not clips some quotes um about the both the rhaenyra birth scene and the rhaenyra yeah and damon choking scene so these come from emma darcy themselves and uh this is emma darcy on the uh on the birth scene um emma says i don't know how contentious this is going to be but the most important thing for me about the birth in episode 10 is that she has a fear that begins when she loses her mother and that's one of either dying in childbirth and or being incapacitated by childbirth by being forced to bear children within this system simultaneously she lives in anticipation of this call to the throne when her father dies so she's in a worst case scenario in that she is fundamentally incapacitated at the same point as being told your father's dead the throne is yours and you've been usurped Mm. the advice Rhaenyra is receiving is to have patience in the hope of preventing the child being stillborn or preventing harm to the child and she ignores the advice seeking instead to get this body out of her and I, Emma, think this is really fundamental. And it's possibly divisive, but ultimately, I think she chooses her own bodily autonomy. She mm. prioritizes her own bodily autonomy and literally says in the scene, get it out. Um, which I think is really uh, an interesting take on that scene and an interesting take on um, on like Rhaenyra and Rhaenyra's, uh, you know, mindset um 
add like her feelings and, and fear. Um, yeah, that adds a lot of context for me. Does, um, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. yeah. And I think it definitely shows the contrast between the last couple times that we've seen birth scenes. And it's like kind of the the amount of agency increases in in some way or another, um, the m- more times we, because this is the fourth, I guess, technically, um, of the season that we saw, if we include um, yes. Lena. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, this is her quote about uh, the scene with Damon. Um, first, she says, me and Matt, or uh, they say, uh, me and Matt spoke about this scene a lot. We wanted to make sure we understood it really intimately uh, because the moment could be perceived as a huge change in their dynamic. Uh, in that scene, there are two things happening. First, you have two characters who are grieving. Uh, and I think one might say that Damon is managing the, Greece le- the grief less eloquently than Rhaenyra. Um, I don't think he's ever been violent to her before, although I think there's been a lot of conflict. But fundamentally, when Re- Rhaenyra realizes Damon was never taught the prophecy, mm-hmm. she suddenly gains legitimacy because she understands that it was her she was chosen for this. Uh, there's this huge question for her throughout the series. You chose me and now you don't fucking speak to me, right? She's, <laughs> she says that to Viserys in episode eight. She's tasked with uniting the kingdoms when she becomes queen. Uh, but Viserys kind of did the opposite by naming her queen, right? It, tear, it tears the kingdom apart. Um, and when she finds out, when, when Rhaenyra finds out that she... Uh, that Viserys never shared the prophecy with Damon. It's that it's like this realization that it was never him, that it was never yeah. Damon who was supposed to have the Iron Throne. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so there's so there's her recognition that this was all about her, and then also Damon's recognition that there was something about being ruler that that Viserys always kept from him and Viserys and Damon loved each other. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just like, as hard as it was was to watch in the initial view that I had, it, it really felt like Damon was not, was not ready to just kind of wait and choose peace in in the moment because he he legitimately feels like the greens murdered his dad sorry yeah. jesus his brother. his brother yeah his brother gotcha so so he, in that moment any obstacle to him getting that satisfaction that he was seeking um he was going to react violently to and in this case it was his wife niece um also queen so yeah. uh it 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 doesn't surprise me that they said that this wasn't like a pattern. They don't see this as like, he's been an abusive partner. Just this is the most tense moment of their marriage and reign thus far. And he, he chose poorly in terms of how he responded. Um, But that, that does give a lot of context. Um, Yeah. Also, let's not forget that he did kill his, one of his yeah, previous yeah, wives. Yeah, for sure. I feel like there's a lot of people He's, who, on the um, internet who are just been like, oh, but the, I, I don't understand how Damon could do something like that. It doesn't seem in line with his character. But <laughs> yes, the fuck it does. Like, yeah, he, it really he has that <laughs> fucking angry-ass dragon in him the entire season. In some ways, it seemed tame. There, there yeah. was, uh, I think two of the producers and writers on the show uh, were like, somebody asked them, like, what's how do y'all feel about all this love that damon's getting and they're like like on the one hand we get it because matt smith is doing a fucking dynamite job but on the other hand they're like are you fucking paying attention <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and I it's true like, just, like just wait just yeah. wait mm-hmm. but you know if what i hate to say it but we see this kind of nonsense all the time every fucking serial killer gets notes you know in the you know, gets letters from fans and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, I can't tell you how many girls had fucking posters of Draco Malfoy in their shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it, unfortunately, we should, we should take a minute and talk about the Dahmer miniseries. Oh, God. <laughs> Fuck, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I, I swear to God, I do not want to see it. a bunch of fucking people on Halloween dressed up as that guy. Yeah, it's gonna be him. Gonna it's gonna be the Hellfire Club dude. From mm-hmm. 
and it's going to be uh what's her name from i'm seeing a lot of people dressed like uh rachel senate's character from bodies 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 which i have not seen yet um, i just saw it the other day i heard it's very good i really i'm, I'm looking mm. forward to it it's it's all right uh, <laughs> back, to, back to damon uh, although i will say i told david this earlier uh just tangent to horror movies barbarian fantastic fucking loved it just dropped on hbo max so check it out Uh, but back to damon uh he wasn't just reacting violently to things and in pursuit of that one goal of of vengeance and war and um uh, avenging viserys he was ignoring everything too because there were times in that uh, birthing scene where she was screaming at the yeah. top of her lungs uh for for Damon and you could hear and you could see the other lords uh reacting and soldiers reacting uh and he just was so singularly focused on what was going on here uh that he just did paid it no mind whatsoever. Um yeah yeah also disturbing yeah uh Eric one of the twins pledges his loyalty uh, and brings the crown. Brings uh, Johnny on the spot crown. with the crown. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He robbed that grave. Robbed that, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, brought the crown, so she's got that. That now, um, and she's also got him, I guess, as her lord of the Kingsguard. Or is yeah, he just I there? I guess you bring the crown, you get a little higher up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, I promise not to ever have sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right, dude. We already knew. You made that promise a while ago. I know, right? You, you already like, did that, dude. You don't no, have to. But this time it's for real. This time it's, it's for real. Now. now. <laughs> Do we know who has the dagger? Cat's paw? Uh, Aegon. Uh, does Aegon have it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah she, she gives it to him, it to him, in, him. The, in the cart over. Did y'all, did y'all see in the, in the main poster the one with um Allison and Ranieri's on it uh, and there's a big giant dragon eye between them wait oh, who is Ranieri's you, your your name game is it, it, it's it's spiraling up. rob who, um Renicia um Rianis um <laughs> you're starting to name like antidepressants <laughs> Simbalta yeah uh sorry Ranieria Rhaenyra. 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 The one with Rhaenyra and Allison on it with the giant uh, dragon eye between them. Mm-hmm. The um the uh, the pupil of the dragon eye is cat's paw. I didn't notice yeah. that until like mm. yesterday. So yeah, pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Little, little fun. Little That's fun. Cool. That's nice. Yeah. One other small detail is the he's like, go get the dragon keepers. They can hold a sword <laughs> i guess they're yeah <laughs> pretty pretty good with things too all hands on deck um i i also I, love that little scene where he uh tells the king the the king's guard that's there is like uh now listen uh if you if you want to betray me now just burn you alive or cut off your head yeah. <laughs> i'll make it quick yeah mm-hmm. but if you do this shit later like boy <laughs> it's, it's not gonna be happy. I feel like it's gonna be worse than the okay. Yeah, Caraxes has one very long neck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that was the coolest long. moment when she when she flew in and landed behind them, and it was just like another moment of like, well, you know, we could certainly do some damage here if we wanted, and she just walks through them. Just, yeah, they they pull out the. I mean, I know there's a lot of dragons and they're all going to do things, but that is one move that they pulled a lot in this season. Uh, is <laughs> That's the alternate title for the series. Yeah, there's a lot of dragons and they're all going to do things. <laughs> uh, but there is there's a there's a lot of moments where a dragon just appears behind. Um, so it, it's cool each time. I'm just saying. I, I do feel like that's that's probably the translated title of this. You know how they have, they have to like localize <laughs> certain things because like House of the Dragons won't work in like Romania. Yeah. In Romania, the translated title is "There are a lot of dragons, and they're all going to do things." <laughs> Many dragons fighting. Many dragons <laughs> taking action. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there is that moment <clears throat> where Otto arrives. It, yeah, I think we talked about it a little bit already. There's the terms that are um offered which is more or less you'll get some you'll get some titles we'll have some marriages uh you get 
to get a work study kind of thing. Um, and she's like, no. And he has that torn page. Once again, the referencing Nymeria. Yes, we know HBO. There's a spinoff. It's coming. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. Um, it's a Nymeria on it and also Ant-Man. And, <laughs> yeah. and she took his, she took his uh, hand pin and threw it. Yeah. Yeah. Tink, that, tink, was, tink. <laughs> that was a move. Hands on the ground. Like a police chief just got fired. Uh, he's a real wait, son a, of a bitch. He's a real he loose. Yeah. I hate that bastard. <laughs> yeah, he is. I hate yeah. him. <clears throat> You're a loose think, cannon, Hightower. I need your badge. A lot mm-hmm. of things could have ended. Like there are so, so many moments between last episode and this episode where all of this could have been mostly ended. Um, at least the the bulk of of the battles. Uh, last week when Rainey's didn't pull the trigger, uh, and this week, uh, when I guess it was Cyrax, didn't uh, she kind of calmed him down? Yeah, and you, 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 we talked about like the dragons kind of having a will and mind of their own and kind of going off and doing their own thing. Like, why the fuck didn't they just, you know, go all wild and dragon when it mattered? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, just like burn the high towers. Just, yeah, they picked the most oppor- yeah. most inopportune times uh, to do that. Yeah. Um, there was the Rainies. I did like when Rainies came and talked to them and gave the news, and Damon uh, immediately goes to killed him, mm-hmm. killed him, cut him. Um, and then she says, uh, "Hey, there is going to be a war. No, I'm not. There's no question about that. But I'm not going to be the one to start it." <laughs> you know, she's like, "Yeah, great. Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah fucking great. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes it punch. even worse. Yeah, because <laughs> like, you're going to be on my side." But like you could have done. She's yeah. like, yeah, I had uh, I had Hitler Mussolini <laughs> in the same room, but I'm not gonna be the one that starts baby that Hitler. war. Yeah, and right. baby Hitler. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's not like they didn't do anything wrong to her. Like they pretty much jailed you in your room, even though I'm sure you you had nice setup in there. Yeah, um, if you had. If things had been just slightly different, she would have been hanging. Right. They would have fucking killed her. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, at the very end, she gets the news, um, which I don't know how they get that news. There's like a pieces wash up on shore. Uh, someone, people see this happen. Uh, um, his life alert went off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not responding. Um, but then, yeah, she gets the news uh, and... We get that Black Queen, that angry, angry look ending the season for two years. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to think of speculating. It's nice to think that uh, once again, we are going to get a show where uh, our Targaryen woman uh, experiences a little bit of loss and immediately loses her fucking mind. A little bit of loss. Quite a bit of loss. Yeah. It's a lot of loss. Uh, All I need to say. All I mean to say is that it's uh, it's nice that our uh, that the person who was clearly the protagonist looks like she's about to fucking uh, antagonize antagonize some people. Yeah, I have a, a question. Uh, I thought Jaher um, Jaceris was the older. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Luceris is the younger. Why is yeah, Luceris the Lord of the Tides? Why is he the heir? Because to... Jaceris because... is the heir to the throne. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, all right. That makes sense. Lord yeah, of the Tides has to be like, we're, we need this for the long haul. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. And she says that within this episode, too. You're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm now, you're, you're now next in line. So don't do anything stupid. Yeah. Uh, and make sure you go to Damon and tell him not to fuck things up either. Um, yeah, okay, thank you. I was wondering about that. Any other thoughts, questions? All right, then let's go to who won the week, who lost the week. Start with those uh, that lost. Marcely. I mean, I guess it has to be Rhaenyra. Um, mm. Yeah, just losing another child, or losing, yeah, losing two children in this episode. Yeah. And um, I think... Uh, Probably the biggest part of her character, um, based off of this season, uh, or the most important thing to her is motherhood. And for her to lose two of her children, I think that 
was intentionally made to kind of put her over the top. Um, yeah. And like, yeah, the, the, these are the biggest losses that she has um, experienced, even though she has experienced some loss before. But um, yeah, I think there, there's there been a lot of losers in this episode. Um, but yeah, I, I think she takes the cake. Yeah, the lost in, within a span of a day or so learned that she lost her father, uh, lost the child, uh, lost Lucerus, the dragon, the crown, technically, you know, she's got to mm-hmm. now fight for that. So, yeah, that's that's it. That's a tough spot. David. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm a co-sign on Marsilies, uh Rhaenyra. Answer. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's, um, I don't know if there, I can't, I honestly cannot think of anyone else that, like, fits the bill as, like, a loser this week. Rob. Um, Luceris seems like he's a good Mm -hmm. candidate. Yeah. Uh, why does what well, he's in heaven? Why does he care? He's a sweet little boy. Here's my one thought. I don't want to get into a giant thing here. But <clears throat> I'm going off on a rant here. There's no chance he's alive, right? We did not see. <laughs> we did not see a body. No, we saw a we cape. Saw, we, saw, we, saw, we saw a chomped up <laughs> dragon. Spinning on down. Yeah. Oh, in my head, I'm like, he grabbed onto one of those like severed wings and he's like using it like a parachute. <laughs> parachute yeah. Like Link like, in Breath uh, of the Wild. Yeah. yeah. Or he's like inside of uh, Vagar's stomach and just like he gets shitted out. And... I agree that I agree that it's very unlikely, but I just wanted to, just yeah, in case it happens, like so I can come back and say I called things, it. 20 pieces of things falling down. And I yeah. think four of them i think i think he's a good i think he's a good candidate for a a loser yeah uh so i'll i'll balance things out and i will match rob uh and say lucirus and arax are the loser uh here uh winners rob Ooh. uh for sure uh i i think a big um so hard um Let's just go with uh, Baratheon. Boros Baratheon is like, the winner. Okay. Yeah, he seemed like he uh, he had his piece. He kept the he kept the piece. And this is a total cop out. I can't sure. think of any winners this ep- this episode. Yeah, uh, that's, so that's the first thing that came to my head. Yeah, um, I think he'll end up being uh, a loser. Um, after How about the out, viewer? Like, you didn't even let him stay during the storm. You didn't offer him a room. You see those conditions well, things were getting, outside. Things were getting heated. If you got two people fighting in your Seven Eleven, you got to get them out the door first. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess. Uh, David, who won? Um, my winner. <clears throat> I mean, is it not the viewers? <laughs> yeah, we, we got a second chance, right? We got to. We got. Game of Thrones is back, baby. Honestly, the winner is the fans of this podcast. That's right. I heard that. One in particular. Uh, yeah. One say. in particular. <laughs> it's getting a t-shirt. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, this was a weird, this was a weird, weird episode. Like, yeah, it was, I mean, again, like this was such a such a setup episode. Um season. Oh, does anybody who who had a winner? Somebody who has one say it. I mean, Rob went, uh, went to you fun. and Marcelisa. <laughs> Corliss was fun. I don't think he was a winner. Yeah, he's alive, but um, still alive. <laughs> that helps. That's a win. Um, and that's yeah, it's tough. Like, Rhaenyra is my loser, obviously, so she can't be my winner. Um, even though I Can think she? she did have like, she had a little bit more as as we saw the two episodes kind of mirror each other. Um, episodes nine and ten. Um, we saw, and, and uh, Allison was my loser last week um, because of her agency and power being completely stripped away from her. And I think in this episode, we do see moments where um, uh, where Rhaenyra actually goes through something similar, where Damon kind of like takes control of the table and and like she's being undermined. But by the end of it, I think 
I, I think she gets her agency back. And I think we we talked about the agency that she had in that um, birthing scene, given the context of um, of what uh, the actor had mentioned uh, that David had written or had read. Um, so maybe, you know what? No, I'll just, I'll just say for the sake of not having my winner and loser being the same person, I'll say Vagar. <laughs> Vagar uh, just, you know, was the winner because he got mad and, and ate some the dragon. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, although he kicked off this whole dance. Um, yeah. And I guess another loser could be Eamon for that reason too, because he's not going to take the blame for all the shit to follow. Uh, my winner is Sir Eric Cargill or Cargyle. I'm not sure how it's pronounced uh, oh, yeah. for, for, you know, dumpster diving for that, for that crown, polishing it up, bringing it across the, um, across the sea to, to Dragonstone to present to the queen. Uh, he's got himself a sweet new gig yeah. and at least thinks he's on the winning side and not the side of the, the usurpers. Yeah. So Sir Cargyle gets a win for me. Uh, all right. Uh, We'll probably do one more, probably take some time off, uh, do one more wrap-up podcast as we do for for these seasons. Beyond that, anyone's guess. <laughs> you, wait, so you don't want to promise an SR Emmys? SR Emmys are always fun and should be interesting for this season. All right. Thank you, Marcelie. Thank you, David. Thank you, Rob. Thank you all for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.